what what was he accused of exactly? Let's go let's go over this. Cannibalism. So okay. Did so there's nothing actually saying that he actually ate anybody. Nah. What is the what is it? They're accusing him of violent sexual encounters, including someone a claim that he was hundred percent a cannibal. Oh, so he's just out here yelling that he's a cannibal. Well no, it was oh, he, some messages that were leaked um by an anonymous social media account, House of Effie. And those messages basically included cannibal fantasies that were allegedly from Hammer. Since they were leaked, <laughs> Hammer's dropped out of two projects, a shotgun wedding with Jennifer Lopez, and then something else called The Offer. He also was part of the Godfather series. But they said he's not responding to these bull claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious online attacks against me i cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in dominican republic lionsgate is supporting me in this and i'm grateful to them for that that seems weird like you're dropping out of movies based on an allegation that you said you were a cannibal not someone saying that you cut a chunk out of them and this he was it said he wanted to remove and eat one of the girl's ribs. Is he a doctor? He's not a doctor. Wanted to, wanted to eat her flesh <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> like, who's cutting this rib out? Bruv. Who, who's <laughs> to say, I, I found a chick who's willing to let me eat one of her ribs. Who do you call to make that happen? Mm. It's, who's yeah. not the next for that? Bruv. <laughs> His name is Army Hammer, man. Army. I think... I think he's being wrongfully persecuted because we just don't know what humans taste like. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it like right. That's not where I'm going with it. But I will say this. I will say this. I know what you're saying in a sense of why is he quitting if he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. However, scrutiny is scrutiny. And his his family has to deal with that. And like being away from your family while scrutiny is happening, that not being okay. able to, okay. you know, being away from them and not being able to kind of influence how that's, you know. What's going on. Yeah. yeah. You probably got to be there to do some explaining and, okay, you know. That makes sense. So <laughs> we're, we're not talking about his actual act of consensual cannibalism. Is it consensual? I don't. No, I don't. It can't. That's I, ins- I mean. It sounds like he's just crazy. He just sounds like he's just rich. And, you know, his his dad, Army Hammer, Armand Hammer, is a oil tycoon. And he is the, I think, the great-grandson of that oil tycoon. So I'm sure he's... A rich white guy who's in the weird shit. Yeah, I'm sure he's very entitled. I'm sure he's been getting it in since early. Probably went to a strip club when he was 10. Like, let's just—they probably came to the house. Yeah, they probably just sent girls to his room or something like that. You know what I mean? It's time for you to be a man, son, and then just sent them in there. Right? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's one of them jokes. I don't know. <laughs> Army Hammer, welcome to the pod. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I am your host Nicole, and I am joined by Dexter. Yup, yup. And this week we are joined by Tom. Thanks for having me. Of course, welcome back. It's been a little while. Oh, well, obviously we already jumped into this shit. It's not even let's jump in. We we've already started with Army Hammer. Other crazy news going on this week. Ti Dexter. Just the other day, Billboard magazine published an article that accuses Ti and Tiny of drugging and essentially raping women. And this is something that they've been doing, allegedly doing for years. Yeah, they're basically saying that they get girls, they round them up, and they have sex with them. I read a story that said 
it was an account saying that uh, the person was invited to the room. They take everybody's phone because you obviously are not allowed to have your phones when you're with celebrities or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they take everyone's phone and then they bring them into certain rooms. The person who was speaking of the account, um, she said that she was there with one of T.I.'s homeboys and he called her into the room to smoke. So she ended up separate from them that someone wanted to leave and they wouldn't let him leave. And it was just very disrespectful. She called, um, she said he was a villain and that his wife was his accomplice and they liked the drug people and blah, blah, blah. Uh. T.I. came out and had a little statement on his Instagram and he said basically that, yeah, me and my wife get down. We do things, you know, and that really, I don't have to share that with y'all. And the things that we do, are all consensual. So, you know, he was basically saying if they do drugs and things of that nature, that it was consensual. I don't know. More will come out, but that shit messy. It's a lot of messy shit going on right now. Wendy fucking Williams. Uh, man, okay, hold on. So before we get to Wendy Williams and her big ass mouth, unnecessary. <laughs> that's, that's some serious, that's some serious accusation. Like that's, that is career ending prison time accusations right there. That's why Bill Cosby's in prison right now. At first, when I first heard this story, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? It'll probably go away a little bit or it's going to, I, what I don't like is I, I don't care for how in the article it mentioned how they like went out of their way to defame these people's characters. Because we, we see that all the time when people are abusers, they paint this picture of the person they're abusing as this bad person or this difficult person. And we've seen it to different degrees with different things. Like they'll paint them to be the problem early so they have this paper trail of, oh, what she's been bothering us. Okay, well, just because she did all these things doesn't give you the right to drug her and rape her type thing. If if that's how any of that went down. But I, I'm not a fan of vic- the victim shaming. It's trash as fuck at this point. It's like if someone came out with these allegations for your then your fight back to be like, oh, well, she was difficult. She's been difficult. We've like just. But the allegations aren't against her, though. Aren't against who? Tiny? No, the person is not like she's not saying they did it to her. Oh, she's just saying that they did to she's other people. Just blowing the whistle. Oh, so they're they're. It's a, like a sex ring. Shaming the whistleblower, and oh. then other people are coming out. Apparently, they have issues with said woman that blew the whistle. Got but okay. the lady that blew the whistle didn't say that they did this stuff to her. Mm-hmm. They're saying that she has witnessed this happen for the time that she was in their tenure. Okay. Under their got it. Got her. it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And she was saying what she's saying because I guess that they've had a tumultuous relationship, and now she doesn't give a shit. Oh about- yeah. You know what? Fuck her too. She also needs to go to jail. Quite frankly. <laughs> because in the, the day, that means you were an accessory. You saw this shit going down, but you decide to say something now because what? I mean, not cool. Clout. She, if if this goes to prosecution, she should go to jail too. In my opinion, if this if this goes that way, because that just makes you an accessory. It's crazy. Okay, well, did the, the did the person accusing them implicate themselves? Did they say that they were complicit in something, or are they are they admitting guilt or wrongdoing thing, or just like well, T.I. and Tiny are just bad people? All I'm seeing is that there are some accounts where people stepping up and saying that they were drugged. Some of this was true. However, when you're dealing with a situation like this. And you're dealing with celebrities and mm-hmm. you're into that type of lifestyle. I think that you deal with different types of people sign NDAs mm-hmm. and people have that type of lifestyle. I think you're dealing with different types of shit 
that you're going to assume people do drugs. Like, these are rock stars. Mm-hmm. And these people have been rich, you know, almost all our life. Especially, you know what I mean? Tiny, we've known Tiny since we were kids. She's had money since we were kids. And then T.I., you know, they have money. They It's the same thing we were just talking about with Army Hammer. How long they've been doing what they've been doing. Yeah, they got to spice things up or whatever. They're into drugs. This drug culture is a big deal. I don't know. It's very messy. I see where you're going. And I was you know what I mean? I don't know if being in that lifestyle, if those things are as bad as if they were. I'm not saying it's okay Mm. to drug people. No. But if you're around drugs and you take drugs, the simple fact is you don't know these people. Then there's that. And that's what it really comes down to. Like, you don't know these folk. We don't even subscribe to that type of nightlife. But if you subscribe to nightlife, you subscribe to different things. You know, when you listen to Jasmine Sullivan and you hear, like, I was out and I got drunk and I don't know who the fuck this person is. A lot of us can't even really relate to that because it's like, I wasn't out getting that drunk to the point where (laughs) I don't know who the fuck I went home with. My drunken problems were I was at so-and-so's house with my man or I was at so-and-so's house and I got too fucked up and they had to take care of me. And next thing, <laughs> and let, ne- next time I drunk, they were like, you can't drink because the last time what happened, you know, when you deal with club life, you're dealing with certain things. You don't even deal with that if you don't put yourself in those positions. I don't know if it's the cost of trying to be down. I think that's what you're saying. It's like the cost of trying to be down. If you want to be down, you got to kind of deal with what comes with being down. It's just, it's crazy how you're able to involve someone's sex life in the media and then it gets judged based off of what somebody said. Like, that's literally everything that we... Like, even Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. It didn't even say he did anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't say he did anything. It he's says whispering in chick's that ear. he might be this guy and that he's this... And then somebody comes out and then... It, it's very interesting. And we can wrap this part up. But I do want to bring up the fact that the other day, Tom, mm-hmm. you know how me and Nick we choose to watch certain movies and then be like, I want to watch this movie. I want to watch this movie. And we'll even give you an assignment. Like, yo, watch this movie. Or we'll tell Armani to watch this movie. Well, Smoke and Aces ended up getting watched. Mm -hmm. And we realized how great a lot of the actors in that movie were. And then also a lot of people who are great now that weren't great then. And they're great now, you know what I'm saying? But there's also other people in there that you don't see anymore. Yeah, and then why don't you see them? So And the biggest question was, we were like, yo, where is Jeremy Piven at? Right. As great as he is, where is he at? And Fun fact, <laughs> Jeremy Piven got the fuck out of here, thanks to me too. He's a nasty nigga. He's very gropey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's gropey. And, is, am I wrong? I mean, Ari Gold is gropey. Yeah, is, is that, is, that's exactly what I thought of, like. Yeah, is Ari Gold really that like that? Um, so, I guess. so in MP game, so then also Matthew Fox, the guy from Lost. Lost, yeah. And Party of Five. He also mm-hmm. is in that movie. And we're like, where's Matthew Fox? He's an exceptional actor. Creepy. Groping. Nasty nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's a nasty man. That's what it comes down to. These people are getting I think what the problem is people don't treat people the way that they're supposed to be treated. And when you don't treat people the way they're supposed to be treated, they have no problem calling you out and putting you out there. And that's simply it. Because you don't, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that live the same lifestyle as T.I. Yeah. And ain't nobody saying nothing about it because they're not treating them a certain way. Yeah. You can find someone who's in the same shit you're into. Like, you don't have to force someone in it. So like you just said, it, it comes down to, once you start shitting on people, 
then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to tell the world about your little nasty habits. Yeah. Right. It's, it was weird because you just said shitting on people and I started to think about like, no, shit it on. <laughs> like, and oh, I no. was like, wait, 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 when we talking about shit, who like you shit it on? But yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, I was thinking like, like no, on? I was thinking like fetish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, this shit is weird, yo. It's weird out here, man. It's different. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think that the problem is we're really in people's lives too much. People understand what happens if you blow the whistle mm-hmm. and what it does to people's career and how it messes with people. Well, I think there's a thin line. Well, one, there's a thin line between sex and power. And I don't think, I won't say that we're in people's lives too much because when we look at the wine scenes and the stuff that was going on there, now we're talking about legitimate sex trafficking. So it's like how many young girls were probably actually sex sex trafficked over the years? How many girls went missing? How many girls are on the like cusp of this ring that don't make it to these billionaires but are locked in rooms somewhere, but it still it's like still tied to these people who we're paying money to see in movies mm. and we're fucking support. Like, so no, I I'm if, if this shit's going on, blow the fucking whistle. Like, say something because these nasty motherfuckers need to be up out of here if that's what they're doing. So I don't know what the mindset of some of those women are, but I would imagine that there's people that are always in line to go see Ti and Tiny in that capacity and. It's easy for people to just be in line mm-hmm. and it could look like you're gathering women and drugging them when in reality you're just it's no different than me going to gather groupies because I know that they love me. Even when you think about the porn industry, the porn industry is a self running thing because there will never be a shortage of desperate people that need money that are willing to fuck on camera. And we're not talking about just women. We're talking about men, too. It used to be like five men in the industry. Now <laughs> it's like a hundred men because all you got to do is have the equipment. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> all you really got to do is have the penis, equipment. Check. Yeah. It's very interesting that it's never going to get more respectful because mm-hmm. it's always going to be desperation. And yeah. that's what's really whack. We're talking about Hollywood. We're talking about rappers. We're talking about porn. We could even be talking about any time that there's power, like you said, there's sexual abuse of some sort. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a family show. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we're going to get into some nerd shit at some point. <laughs> or maybe not. Let's go there right now. No. Well, first we got to talk about Wendy Williams. So Wendy Williams has a biopic coming out. And she is releasing information, I guess, about what's going to be in it. And one of the things that she decides to share with the world is that she slept with Method Man back in the day. Clickbait. Why? Yeah, clickbait. This is the this is the queen. She's been doing it before it was clickbait. Before there was a such thing as a click, she's been doing it. She invented this shit. I don't remember what Wendy Williams was like back in the day. Everybody probably looked better 25 years. When we talk about what what Method Man are we talking about that she slept with? Are we talking about like Takao Method Man or are we talking like we're talking about we're talking about back then i think uh what she said was that wu-tang was the hottest thing in the world at the time mm-hmm. i don't know if and you know his stuff kind of ran concurrent with all of that so he was probably big but yeah he was also his half of his head was braided <laughs> i mean and his be- fucks were different then. And she didn't say, like, <laughs> she literally just... <laughs> like, literally. he's extremely respected and respectable these days. Right. When we think about Method Man, there is no slander on Method Man's name. 
that's the only slander on his name, period. All we know of Method Man is that Superhead was talking about him and that he doesn't like Wendy. He's had issues with Wendy in the past mm-hmm. because he... She told the world his, his wife had cancer. She told the world his wife had cancer or whatever, yeah. He's hated her, but that's why it's news. That's why it's a big deal because of that part. Because they've already had beef. Because they hate each other and they he's kind of denounced her. And now you just want to like, instead of you, you, instead of you trying to, you could have reached out and tried to extend the olive branch. You know what I mean? But no, nah, you're going to sit there and say that you, that's crazy. What's crazy is for you to use yourself as a pawn because right. all it really does is, does it make you look better? No. It just makes everybody else look worse. It makes you think to yourself, I see somebody comment on Method Man's page. So since you was getting that, what's up with me? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like, so what I'm saying is her using herself as a playing card is very interesting because she knew that that wasn't going to be seen as a great thing. He's going to be ashamed of it. So, so she don't give a shit. Out there. Oh man, her shits are different. She, different. <laughs> she don't even. <laughs> She's different. In the uh, financial world, GameStop stocks have been doing this magical thing where they've been going up. Thanks to Reddit users and gamers who united against short sellers. That's just crazy. Yeah, for those that don't know how it works, 101 essentially is hedge funds make money and they bet on people to fail. So GameStop looked like a business that was destined to fail. It's easy to bet on that. What the Reddit users did was they teamed up and decided, fuck y'all. If we just buy a whole bunch of stock, the stock is going to go up and we're going to screw y'all. So essentially what happened is the one thing that we can say is awesome about this generation is when they do shit like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when when, when they band together to do anything, <laughs> they really get shit done. Kids are, these kids are different. You know what I mean? You literally have children investing in stock right now just to fuck with people. Just to fuck with the big wigs. Right. Very interesting. Sure, remember when they did the thing with the the Trump rally? And yes, yeah. And they all those online tickets and stuff like that. No one exactly. showed up. Exactly. <laughs> and putting all the BTS fan cams in people's right. comments. Like, yeah. Uh, they took over Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, they took over the, uh, the Blue Lives Matter uh, hashtag. Like, they're very good at, you know, when they stick together, it's a big deal. And I mean, I think the biggest thing, like, you know, they say black Twitter is the strongest thing on earth. I believe that. I do too. It's very influential. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot of power there. Because essentially, you know, they're the cool guys. And when they all band together, they let you know what's happening and what they're not going to stand for. A lot of changes. A lot of of pandering happens after. Yeah. I mean, we've seen TV shows canceled. So right now what happened is GameStop, uh, their stock is really high. And they actually did it with AMC as well. The thing that stands out is because their stock is going up, but nothing is happening on for the, the company level for the company. Yeah, so it is. It is kind of a yeah. This is real cute, and I think it has opened our eyes to some things. I think the biggest thing that's going to come out of this, because at the end of the day, let's be real, these two companies probably not going to turn around much. No. The real thing that's coming out of this is the fact that, one, why are you able to just borrow stock? Why are you able to borrow and sell and make money off a of stock that you don't even own is a thing. Is, no, that's not a big well, I'm, I'm listing a few. There's that. And then the fact that 
companies can stop you from trading or stop you from selling shit that you bought because you're screwing over somebody else so they can stop buying. Like the fact that Robinhood shut down purchasing, purchasing, like you shouldn't be able to do that. That's wow. That's really what it is. Like most people don't even understand stock. So if you're in stock and you're exploiting stock, the stock market is a tricky thing. Essentially, if you know the ins and outs of the stock market, it kind of is like a reward for that. You know what I mean? Like if you're a lawyer, there's certain things that you just know based off of you putting in the work to be in that, you know, that profession. Mm -hmm. I think that that's one of those things, but I just don't feel like they should be able to stop the purchasing just because shit is bleeding. Yeah. Like you, so you just, you're going to stop, stop purchasing and you can sell your stuff, but you can't purchase anymore. And then how do you even do that? So if you're selling it, then who's buying it? Is it just sitting on the open market? I mean, essentially when you sell back shares, I don't think that somebody's buying your shitty share. I think it's always, (laughs) you're able to dump your shares. It's just the value of those shares being dumped. Got it. It's a wild, wild world we live in. Actually, you know, the stock market's become the fucking wild west. That's what it is. This week, it's what it became. And I just, I kind of am enjoying the fact that GameStop is at the center of Wall Street about to, you know, have some shit called. Like, people are paying attention. Like, wait, no, y'all been doing this shady shit for years. Yeah, something's gonna have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Change. There's just some some things are gonna happen. When you've got the Senate talking about it, and you've got people who don't agree, senators who don't agree are both like, Nah, on both sides. Speaking of the same, yeah, it's like the Democrats and Republicans are on the same side about this one. Yeah, that's crazy. Speaking of that, um, before we move on to the next thing, they got into because around here, I don't know if it's everywhere, but Comcast has lost their mind and decided that they want to throttle speeds and Mm. change (laughs) all types of plans that don't help the people that are home working and the, the kids that are basically home doing schooling they're deciding to increase their plans and things of that nature and it looks like our local government stepped in and got them to shut that shit down i'm wondering if that's everywhere or if that's just here probably you know what i think that's such a shitty practice that we've seen throughout history of in times like this Price gouging is essentially is what it is. Yeah. They we, we see it happen during natural disasters when there's a hurricane and there's only one gas station to open up and then now a gallon of milk is ten dollars because they're the only thing open. Like that's fucking trash. But it's also it has you know supply and demand though because if I sell it for three dollars then there's no milk here at all. Mm-hmm. And people buying milk just to buy milk. Maybe you'll spend ten dollars on the milk if you need your milk. Otherwise, you're not buying three milks just because. And then the person that comes in here ain't got no milk. I wish they would have made toilet paper $20. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> With Charmin in the trunk of the cars, like, yo, I got two for five and this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and speaking of price gouging, that takes us to Microsoft, who decided they were going to try to double the price of Game Pass Ultimate. They put out the new pricing tier, and it lasted all of a couple hours. Did it? I didn't know it got snatched back. No, yeah, Twitter. People went crazy and was like, how in a time of a pandemic, when literally gaming is one of the few escapes that kids have, or people have, period, because they can't go outside... You know, everyone's online and you decide you want to right now double the price of your membership. People are out of work and this is a release. Nah. See, this is my problem with that part. First of all, I feel the people in the sense of video games and gaming is one of the things that during this pandemic they actually benefited from. So I can only imagine that 
Xbox had one of their biggest years last year mm-hmm. ever. You know what I mean? So for them to be putting the price up for anything is kind of crazy in that sense. However, I feel bad for them a little bit because essentially new products, they have they they basically have given us investment to giving new content to the people. They have literally <laughs> put content out and paid for more content mm-hmm. and are trying to pass it oh, on I to the people. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They bought a whole entire conglomerate yeah. video game company. Not just a company, but one of the biggest companies ever. They acquired that company. They acquired this EA thing. They, they're giving you all of this new stuff. Mm-hmm. Then it's a new system as well. Everyone has changed their pricing. The games went up. Everything has went up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sad that they're not able to get a little bit more for their service because I see of what you're saying. So this was probably this was probably something that was probably in the works pre-pandemic when all of this other stuff was Most going on. Definitely in the plan. <laughs> They've been trying to get us to pay seventy dollars for games for years. Yeah, yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah, point. Pretty much it sucks to be them then. Does same, but on the same note, they got they have to understand it's bad timing. Super Bowl is coming up in a week. Next week. Tom Brady's back. It's the Brady Bowl. We just changed to the Brady Bowl. That's a beautiful <laughs> legacy for this man. It's very interesting how I used to hate the Patriots, but I'm really rocking with him right now. Like I, I think that this was all by design. For those who don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. They're returning from last year. Patrick Mahomes, the golden boy, back to the bowl again. Tom Brady there for his 10th time. He left the Patriots last year, and he is now on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go Bucks! He brought Gronk with him, and they're back in the bowl. The interesting thing about it is it's the 10th Super Bowl, which is a record, and he's actually going to be playing at home for the first time in history. That's why I think it's by design. Yeah. Do we think he's going to retire? We do. Is this his last one? Is this it? He, he said he wants to play till he's forty five. Oh, he's forty three. So, and he, I think he has a two year contract with the Bucks. So, oh well, in that case, <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the type that wants to show people twice. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I'm gonna do. It this way, it's not even a surprise. So y'all can stop asking me that dumbass question. That's probably what it was too. Because I'm sure he, that's the number one question he gets. Is, it, is this it, Tom? Is this the last one? No, stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop when I want to, just like LeBron. <laughs> Stop when LeBron stops. Well, look at this point. Brady got more rings than uh Jordan. Look at it like that. He got more. He's he's got more, more than anybody, anybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Joe Montana it's got four. Four, I think. Yeah. There's a I think great Bradshaw's got like two or three, maybe. Yeah. Super Bowl. Who do y'all got winning this? Do you think Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to beat Patrick Mahomes and the? I, I think know. they won. I think they played earlier in the year, and I think the Tampa beat the. But I think. That was a different situation, and I think they learned a lesson. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's not he, – he might be the best of his era. You know what I'm saying? And, but Brady Brady has a habit of doing – of coming back to on you in the second half of the game, and it'll be the greatest spectacle you've ever seen. Yeah. I think that's what makes this even a better Super Bowl is the fact that we get to see Mahomes versus Brady. They played on November 29th, and the Chiefs won. Yeah. Oh, the Chiefs won? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I knew they had played this year. But it was narrow. It was narrow. It was by three. It was by field goal. What was the score? 27-24. So it's going to be a low-scoring Super Bowl. Is that low? Uh, 24 points, is it? Hey, the Eagles put up 40 against them in the Super Bowl. So, I mean. But we'll see. 
It happens. And the Eagles did it with a backup quarterback. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, Brady can have an off night. Speaking of the Super Bowl, I was asking Nick the other day, what is the return of investment on a Super Bowl commercial nowadays? We're talking about a time when we're, it used to be a thing where it was all about trying to stand out because everybody was watching. But I feel like we are in a time where... Who watches commercials? And those things don't necessarily work. It seems like a lot of money to spend for exposure when what is the return of investment? You know, what is it? What's the return of investment of a Doritos commercial? What's the return of investment for a Pepsi commercial or a Budweiser commercial? Well, think about like now with with the um, movie trailers, like when we go in to see these movies and, you know, you're going to spend how much money for 30 seconds or how long for commercial time for a movie that's not going to get in the movie thing? Yep. Or, uh, and for but, product that we're not, like, we already buy. Like, these are already staples. I'm not, like, who's checking for... We watch Super Bowl commercials because they're cute and they're funny. Yeah. We're not watching it to to find new product. It's not driving me to go buy something. Yeah, it's not like fast food. It's not, like... It's not like I see an Arby's commercial and I'm like, yo, I need to go get that sandwich. Progressive doesn't make me want to go... Change my car insurance. Yeah. However, I think that certain people... I think the only investment that I think you will get a good ROI if you're something that's already a household name, people kind of forgot about you or people don't use you. You know, you may forget that Big Lots exists, you know what I mean? But you see a Big Lots commercial on the Super Bowl and then it may make you think like, you know, like if they have a Big Lots commercial that says, yo, we got couches cheaper than most. And you go, oh shit, I forgot about Big Lots. And then that'll drive you to go to Big Lots. But I don't see that being a thing all around anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I would spend that much money for a TV spot anymore. Tom? Uh, like I said, I, I, I don't... It, it, the only thing I would watch... If, that would be the only time of the year I would watch a commercial was during the Super Bowl. And like you said, it's more for the spectacle. I'm not... Like I said, maybe a new movie trailer dropping or something like that. But outside, like, I kind of agree with you. Where is the return of investment at this point? Because I'm not going anywhere. People aren't really... Buying, only buying things that you need, and said, unless it's something really clever and funny, like Nicole said, it's just cute. We just watch it for that reason. Let me uh, ask you this, based off of something that you said a little bit earlier. Mm. Do you think that the return of investment for trailers, because trailers don't necessarily, yeah, they're not, they're driving you to go to the movie theater, but they're driving you for something different now. They're driving you to purchase a streaming membership. I would imagine that, you know, I know that movie theaters. And the industry was huge. However, I would imagine that the fact that people aren't going to the movie theater and the fact that people are in the house, they're investing in more streaming services. And just like WWE, $10 a month is $10 a month. If you're getting $10 a month from everybody in the household or, you know, this house, if you have five people on a street of 10, that's giving you $50 every month. Isn't that better than going to see a movie every two months? Yeah. Every two months? Yeah, I'm all for the streaming. I actually, you know, I don't know if I'm really comfortable with going to movies. I mean, I don't even know, you know, what what movie that's coming out that I say, hmm, I want to see it in a the movie theater, outside of like Dune or maybe Top Gun. But everything else, like, uh, I, I don't think it, I think it's better that they're doing this. I mean, I, it's, it's crazy to see. Uh, certain movies I wish I had seen already. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I've been waiting, how, how long to see these movies anyway? 
Right. Like, what's another bit of time? Did you hear about the Peacock WWE deal? Uh, I believe it might have been you said something through a group chat, and I looked at it. Peacock, I don't know for the, for the listeners, Peacock is NBC's streaming service. It's really universal streaming service. It's owned by Comcast. People don't know that. But it's owned by Comcast. The Peacock Network has everything from NBC. I believe they own some other shit. But they have NBC stuff on there. So let's just say that. They have NBC stuff. And they have a lot of Universal movies on there. But it's a free app um, with ads that has a whole lot of content on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a $5 thing where you can get the ads taken away. And it adds like sports, like live sports and stuff like that, premier sports. And then they have a $10 premium, which takes away the ads. Basically, with WWE, who also has their own streaming network, and they have million-plus subscribers just in the U.S., they decided to sell their rights to Peacock. And it's going to be $10 a month. They have exclusive access to the WWE network. So essentially, they paid the WWE network, they paid WWE a bag, and they're going to collect the $10 that the WWE was collected on a monthly basis. I think that's genius. Yeah. You take somebody who is already making money, someone who already has a built-in. Because you imagine if Netflix sold their rights to Comcast for two years, the yeah. only place that you could get Netflix was on your cable bill. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, that would. Like that would change everything. That would fuck everything up. But that would fuck Netflix because everybody would just turn their back on Netflix. And because it's <laughs> people that don't have cable, and they would just be like, "Fuck y'all then." Mm-hmm. And they would, you know, it's not like you can't go other places. I don't know. Netflix got enough power; they might be able to. They wouldn't make that move. That wouldn't be the move. That would. Yeah. Move. Nah, that would be a too restrictive. Yeah. Why would they move to somewhere where they're already have to being get cable? Yeah, that doesn't make. But what would make sense is Netflix teaming with anything else besides cable. Like, what if Netflix... Well, now, wait wait a minute now. Because cable provides internet, so Netflix needs them. Because without internet, you don't get Netflix. What if Netflix started their own damn internet company? A la Google. Mm. How does Google I'm have... Playing, that's a, was that a second bill? How does Google have their own... I mean, I understand that they're an internet company, but how did they really... They're not really an internet company. I'm just saying, like, but Google is, like, they've, they've touched into so many other, like, they've just created their own shit is more so what I mean. I get what you're saying, but, like, Netflix don't have, I don't think they Yet. have the capacity. No, <laughs> but I'm just Netflix saying, like, and Amazon team up. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. See, that's the thing. If anybody were to ever acquire Netflix, the game is over. You know what I mean? Like, any if any of the big, big dogs acquired Netflix, that's it. Because Maybe Netflix, Apple. As they have the audience. Mm-hmm. The audience is built in, which is what the other guys don't have. We have everybody's eyes. They have movies that came out 10 years ago that are in the top three movies that are being watched right now. They have that type of placement where they put things in their top 10. And you'd be like, like Homefront. I was watching Homefront the other day. It's not a new movie. Uh, Jason Statham movie? Yeah. New to me? Yeah, I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very Netflix really has they really are the one. You know what I mean? They really are the PlayStation 2. They somehow, mm-hmm. some way got in every household that the culture asked for. But anyway, yeah, so it's it's I was just saying that about Peacock because Peacock is got this deal or whatever that 
is basically going to get some streaming dollars into their pocket because right now it's free and no reason for you to invest anymore pretty much because it's free hmm. i don't know peacock it's a horrible name <laughs> <laughs> the peacock it's a horrible name. yeah it's a horrible they've always been the peacock now the peacock they've always been the peacock but it's like you couldn't have called it something else <laughs> like you couldn't have called it the universal something or yeah i don't know <laughs> nbc something yeah yeah you know that's, I mean, that's a good question as to then why did they go away from nbc why are they differentiating well maybe because it's not just nbc things on there like what was it something from abc was on there well it, i mean but i think it's because it's still it's a conglomerate it's not nbc is just a brand nbc is a brand under Comcast, NBC, also, I mean, um, because USA things are on there. Yeah. Um, I don't know who owns Sci-Fi, but Sci-Fi might be on there. It's on CBS, because if you download the CBS, I mean, the Sci-Fi app, I used to do it when I used to, remember I was watching Battlestar Galactic, uh-huh. and when you click on it, you can have access to all the other CBS, like cable or whatever, whatever other networks it is under. It was, it's not, it's just not the Sci-Fi app. You have access to get to the other networks through that app. Speaking so of CBS, like, I just grabbed CBS and Showtime for $10 on the Apple TV app. CBS All Access is kind of popping. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, obviously, the main reasons for so many people starting these apps and for these TV services is exclusivity to shows mm-hmm. and things. Peacock Originals, Netflix Originals, Hulu Originals, Amazon Originals. <laughs> Everybody's and, got their originals. And <laughs> even, but the, what's interesting is these CBS has their own originals and they're making you pay just to watch certain things like the Twilight Zone, which... And Star Trek Discovery. It's a very interesting thing because yeah. it's like, how money are you losing by not providing it to everyone? Or... Is providing it to everyone why you're losing not money. as be- <laughs> is not as beneficial as it used to be. the people that are just paying to watch it. We've been, it. We're in such media is so a la carte now. It's kind of ridiculous. And it's truthfully, if if you sit down, and you add up all the shit you're paying for, you're paying more than cable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. But it's curated. It's for you. It's what you want, as opposed to. And you're paying for a lack of commercials. Circling back to why commercials are used. Because <laughs> it's funny because ads run the game. They're kind of cutting the middleman. They've been cutting. I mean, pay pay service has always cut. That's the point of it being pay service. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason why you had your HBOs and things well, like that. But you think about a lot of people, a lot of stuff that we watch. Let's say it was something that was live on television. It was, you know, it runs weekly or whatever. We If it was like on a regular network channel or whatever that had, you know, commercials in it. Chances are, you know, we're grown people who work. So we're not even watching these shows. So we're getting, when we do watch them, we're watching these shows on our time. So we're playing it off our DVR or whatever. And what are we doing? We're fast forwarding through most of these commercials. It's not like commercials even were relevant in in such a long time. So that's I say the only time I would watch would be would be during the Super Bowl. This had kind of got us into a conversation about how things are marketed nowadays. Like how are people finding things? Because we were talking about the kids. These, the kids and these brands, and it's no longer the adults are making the purchase decisions. It's the kids driving what the adults are buying because like you just said, we don't watch commercials anymore. We skip through them. But the kids are getting this shit on YouTube. They're seeing it maybe in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Or they're seeing their favorite rappers advertising stuff in their YouTube video. Like that's where it's influence outside of direct advertising to us. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. It's, a, it's an interesting time. The game's changed. So the game is yeah. it's a very dope time to be a creator, I think, because it's so many different avenues to go. I think before you had one avenue, you were trying to get in a movie theater. And if somebody told you that shit ain't going in the movie theater, you were fucked. That was it. You felt like you failed. But now, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can like, put shit on YouTube, you're gonna be popping. Like, now you can, like, there's so many different plays. Your shit can go on YouTube. You can, you can sell it to Amazon. You can, you can, if you can sell it to Netflix, you feel like you got it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're there, because at least everybody has access. You know what I mean? Think about it if you put something on Prime. You know, you're in, you know, hundreds of thousands of homes. Even if no one even knows you're there, you are there. You're there. As as long as if some if you say to somebody I got this show on where's it at it's on here tell somebody your stuff is on CBS Access they're like well shit I ain't got that <laughs> you know what I'm right. right it's on CBS CBS you know what, I'm what? Saying? Like, channel <laughs> what channel is that right <laughs> a number it's crazy it's not like, the button on my remote that says Netflix I mean it's not I can't just press that and get it nah man it's different now man <laughs> how you put things in front of people is completely different you know Facebook right. and and social media has a big part in it as well. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going out and buying like Source and Vibe magazine. So nope. We're not. Yeah. Another. Now we just wake up and we scroll and we got the Source. <laughs> yeah, sources now. Right. The We're Source has a Twitter account, news. and we just look at the, the Source Twitter account or Double XL, you know, their Twitter or Instagram page or something. So the influence of social media is crazy because even like with the Ti thing, I didn't know about it, and you know, you see a post, and I seen a post. With somebody saying something shady about how he used to go to the gynecologist with his daughter, they were like, now look at you now. And it was just like, oh, what are they talking about? And then I go looking for it, and then it's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the news outlets pick up everything. It changes everything. And it's almost to the detriment to the speed at which that we get news because it's made everyone sensitive and overreactive in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with you there. Like, you don't even, people don't even get to break it down. Like, it doesn't even get to be investigated so we actually get the facts before every social media outlet has already got memes of it. There's a fucking meme faster than investigators can move. So They basically said that this whole stock thing happened because of Yeah. Like, this whole GameStop thing happened because of this crazy. <laughs> the things that happen in Reddit subforums, I might actually start using my Reddit app. Speaking of how things have kind of changed, so we just went through a fall, unbeknownst to all of us. We went through fall. New TV <laughs> shows. Did we have... Was there a new fall lineup? Like, are we not looking forward to this? Or is shit just roll out now because we're always home? We don't watch TV. Yeah. So we wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there's things that come on and we know it's back. You know, like, For Life came back. Um, uh, there's shows like that. But that's, like, I feel like that's good advertisement because there's shows like This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I think that came back. I don't even watch that show, but advertising was so good that I know it was back. Hulu. You know what I mean? But I ain't seen them here. Oh, you didn't? Nah, just people talking about, posting about it. It somehow, some way made it to me. But yeah, they had some fall shows. Some things came out. But it's, you're living in a time where it's a very shaky place where do I put out my best stuff right now or do I hold it? That's why we're yeah. getting this weird standard of television and everything. Because it's like, do I do I hold on to it? Because like, especially if you're a movie. Right. I want to just hold like on I, until yeah, I just seen a, I just seen a story um that Netflix and Apple TV w- wanted to buy Top Gun Maverick from Paramount. They tried to give them like two hundred million, and Paramount told them no. We'll just hold on to the movie. 
Mm. Like you know, cause, you know, what I'm saying that because two hundred million is two hundred million. But you, I don't know how much they paid, made, paid, you know, that movie cost. I know that they, even if they did wait nine, another nine months, eight, ten months, another year, they'll get their money back for that movie theater three times or just because it's Tom Cruise and it's Top Gun. That movie, people waiting thirty years for that, right? You know, you what's, know? The, <laughs> what's the point? Why am I going to rush to drop it? But the real question is like, what do you do with this material? So. This brings me to what we were going to talk about next, because this is NBC. Again, there's things that go straight to Peacock, and there's things that they put on NBC. Oh, also, that's another feature for the $5 premium, that you get next day NBC things on Peacock. You don't get that for free. Tom, Mm -hmm. everybody gets the $5 version for free with cable. What that means is you get to watch your NBC shows, you get to watch the sports and all that. You just don't have the the ads thing. Speaking of NBC, I'm bringing into this because like I was saying, some things end up on NBC, some things end up on Peacock. But it goes to show what's valuable because The Rock Show, the show about Rocky Maivia, Dwayne Johnson, Young Rock is going to be on regular NBC. It's going to be on NBC. Everybody can watch it. They're not trying to lock it up. They want as many people to watch it as possible. You guys looking forward to a show about The Rock? Have you heard about it, Tom? Yeah, I heard about it. I mean, I think it's a great move for them. I mean, if it's, you want to get somebody to watch, he's like the one person I think people would watch on TV. He's he's gold, whatever he touches. He's literally the biggest movie star in the world. <laughs> literally the biggest movie star. And has been for a few years now. And then he's involved in it. Yeah, he's actually going to be in the show. So it's kind of like a fresh off the boat kind of aspect where you follow child rock as he gets to the words. I guess the show, most of it takes place when he's young, but it's being narrated by The Rock in 2032, who's running for president and telling about his childhood and how he came to this point. Oh, I didn't know that president part. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, that's the part I didn't know about. I knew about that. <laughs> Yo, Rock probably really has a plan. He really probably has a plan to run <laughs> 32. <laughs> it's also going to have Rosario Dawson and Randall Park in it as well. Yeah, that's... You know what? It, so is NBC going to possibly pull their stuff off of Hulu? Do we think that that's going to happen? It would have to do with the deal. If they yeah. haven't them already... Yeah, I mean, okay, you're right. So we'll probably see it phase out like how stuff came off of Netflix when... Started Disney Plus and oh, Disney, stuff yeah. from, What yeah. it really comes down to is it more beneficial for them to keep it there? Is it? Do we, Sometimes we? things are more beneficial to keep it wherever it's at and ha- let it be everywhere than to restrict it. To one place? You know what I'm saying? When everybody's not watching it, yeah, you can restrict things when everybody's looking for it. Power. Like, everybody's looking for power. They will literally go buy stuff. Like, people don't realize how powerful power is. Oh, yeah. Like, people will go subscribe for that channel just for power. That's gold. Yeah. That's people like are really lucky. Yeah. Being able to come up after power. Yeah. I mean, I think anybody who think just being part of those commercials, if you're a black show, people are looking for good black television that is done that way. It's easy. But I think that, you know, I think we'll watch The Rock. I mean, why not? He's one of the most interesting oh, I'm people watch that for sure. in the world. Like, I hope it does well so that we can continue to watch his little life. Yeah. He has an interesting life. Like, if you go mm-hmm. back and you look at him, like, he was a football player. His dad, his whole family, he's an honorary member of... Roman Reigns in them's family. I think his dad is actually an honorary member. Let me correct that. So speaking of streaming and having the power to put your show where you want it, where you want it, and having the power to have a built-in audience 
<laughs> and essentially have us lost until the fourth episode, WandaVision. Episode four. Let, let's just talk about how everyone was, or a lot of people were shitting on those first two episodes when they first dropped. And saying, <clears throat> what are we watching? What are we doing here? They're still terrible. <laughs> <laughs> those individual episodes. Are still maybe. terrible. Okay. I'm just going to put that out. They're still bad. I don't All right. <laughs> They're still bad. Okay. Okay. But now here we are at episode three. Stuff was going on, and we're just like, all right, so Wanda's got these babies, this, that, and other. We haven't re- really recapped this show. Episode four is when we got a show. We got a show now. Shit comes full circle. They explain all of they explain all of the Easter eggs. We we see all of the little things that we were seeing in those first three episodes. We now understand why they're happening. Tom, they abused us, Tom. I mean, I was waiting. I knew something was up. They abused us because they know we're going to watch anyway. Nobody else is allowed <laughs> to keep you confused for three episodes in the pilot. Show. That's true. That's real true. Like, this is the only thing that probably could have gotten away. Or we'll take anything, Marvel. We'll watch it. Which truthfully goes back to the advertising. We don't even need to advertise. They don't need to advertise. What? Well, no, they no. do need to let you know it's out. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, WandaVision, it's there. Go get it. Start dropping like Beyonce albums. Right. Because we're going to watch it. And now- it's out, guys. Like, <laughs> pass it around. Like, Lemonade doesn't really need Mark- a marketing team. The people will promote it. Yeah. What did y'all think about this episode of WandaVision? It was dope, but I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it. I think that now I can finally tell someone to invest in the show and feel good about it. Tom? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a comic book guy. Me, my knowledge of, you know, just the mythology of this character, I was kind of was waiting for this episode. And we've seen too much in the trailers. Like, there's, you know, you've watched the trailers. Yes, there's a lot of the commie things, but there's also things of not the show. And I'm like, where's that at? And I I, either this, if it's not the, I guess I was thinking this was going to be the 80s episode, but it wasn't. I think the episode's called Pardon the Interruption, which I think is a great (laughs) title for, for, for episode four. So, you know, definitely if it's, you haven't seen it, it's the episode That'll make you come around. My brother, who is kind of like you, Dex, did not, was like, what the hell am I watching? This show is stupid. He didn't, I didn't like it. My brother is a Marvel guy. He buys every Marvel movie on on Blu-ray. All the 22, 23 of them or whatever. And he was not feeling it until I said, I texted him, I said, you're going to like episode four. And then I waited like an hour. He was doing something. He started texting. He just started sending me texts of all this cool stuff he liked in the episode. It's definitely the episode that kind of will shift the, uh, the demographic against weren't feeling it to people who will probably, it'll bring you around, I, I believe. Definitely. And for those who aren't comic book enthusiasts and aren't aware of the comic book ties, I think it's worth noting that, well, I personally now think that this is probably how we're going to get X-Men into the MCU. Yeah. I think We've all that's... thought it was going to be Deadpool, but now it could possibly, it's going to be Wanda. WandaVision. And this... I think it's going to be a play on, on her iconic comic line. Yeah. And you know, her, you know, I don't can I, is that spoiling it if you've never read the comic? Um no, I don't think that's spoiling it. I think I mean we're not gonna Yeah, yeah, it's, I don't think it's there are several way, comic book yeah. lines. As the person that knows nothing about comic books, I think you guys are expecting a lot out of the next what six episodes. So and here's if there are six episodes. <laughs> so here's why. Because and this was the thing that was put out as an Easter egg. And it was like the end credit scene. And I went back and I was like, there was no end credits. It's not that there's an end credit scene. It's about who gets the thanks in the end credits. And there's a lot of thanking of writers who were part of those story arcs. So like Joss Whedon created... Um, Ultron? Um, well, he did that movie. But he also created the... Um, the ultimate... Oh, universe. Sword. No, he created Sword. Uh, he, created, he, yeah. he 
the um, set of books so in which know. so Joss Whedon wrote the set of comic books in which Sword is introduced, and that is the agency that is a so I guess sister agency to Shield, but they manage the stuff that goes on in space, whereas Shield oversees stuff going on on the ground on Earth. So that's where they're getting these tie-ins from. And I guess there were some writers who were involved with House of M and some other major storylines that we're kind of starting to see. But one of them involves interdimension travel and X-Men, directly related to Wanda, again, in House of M. And that's her, that's, Wanda has direct connection to the X-Men. So that's all I'm saying. We're not going to keep, we're not going to deep dive into it any further than that. But Wanda does have a direct connection to X-Men that we have not had a chance to talk about since she appeared because they killed her brother so fast. Yeah. Well, I think that was the deal with that movie, with, because that movie came out and uh, Ultron it came out and also what was it? Uh, Days, of Future X-Men, Past. Days of Future Past. You know, they both had Quicksilver. But I think the deal was that they couldn't refer to the, the Marvel MCU couldn't refer to Quicksilver and Wanda or the Scarlet Witch as mutants. So you hear if you watch that, if you watch Age of Ultron, it's we have enhanced they're enhanced individuals. You know, they wouldn't say the word mutant. So I think Maybe that's a, obviously a fucking mutant because her dad is a mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, Although, but you know, MCU has different origins for their their yeah. characters. But it, but in the Fox, you know, there's the scene with Quicksilver, Magneto in the in the in the elevator or something. I think they break into the Pentagon or something, and they're like, "Yeah, my mom said she met a guy that could do that. He could control metal once or something like that." You know, he's looking at them. Hmm. Yeah, little Easter eggs. So um, also in the same realm, we're talking about MCU movies. Chris Evans will probably be returning to the MCU as, to play Captain America. We'll see it again. Which, I mean, we're probably going to see Robert Downey Jr. again as well. Possibly. Oh. So how do we do... Why would you assume that? <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> no! Not at all. all right. not, you're, matter of fact, I'm going to go on record. You will not see Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to go there. Yeah, that was a cool, not saying it's a cool death scene, but that's an iconic moment. They're not, you're not going to see him again. <laughs> you lucky you see Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. crazy. Talk so, about, like, you know how much they got to pay these people to be back? WandaVision gave us our tie to Thor and Ant-Man that we can't skip over. So we do this and the post-snap uh, scene. New movies that we're going to watch and then we're going to talk about on the next episode of the podcast. We've got Lockdown, starring Anne Hathaway, and Chiwetel, you say his last name. Nah, it's my boy. Okay. It's cool. <laughs> Little Things, starring Denzel Washington, and American Skin, starring Nate Parker. So we're going to watch those three things, and then we're going to come back and have a good deep dive discussion about them. Two of them are on HBO. The other one, I don't know how you can get it. You got to buy it, or I don't know. There's apps. If you have apps... Use the app. Wherever you get your movies from during this <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. But you could definitely pay for it. It's not even $10. It's a phenomenal movie. I've seen it already. I just don't want to spoil it for y'all. Yet. Yet. So expect to be spoiled next week. And we're talking about WandaVision next week, too. We're giving the first five episodes. We're giving you five episodes to watch. We're going to talk about it in its entirety at some point next week. We made sure that we didn't spoil it for you guys. So. I guess we'll see y'all next week. All right. Until then, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Carry on.